Welcome to Christ Covenant Chapel Podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Hello, friends. Thank you for taking time off to hang out with me once again. It's always a pleasure to spend some time together on this platform. As always, if the content we share is a blessing to you, please go ahead and share it with others. After all, it's been said that sharing is caring. So if you care about someone, then share this with them. Are you a people pleaser? Majority will say no emphatically. But... Before you answer that question, let's consider a few scenarios. Do you always say yes to everything because saying no makes you feel bad? Would you rather try to stay silent than speak up? Are you always trying to make peace? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you, my friend, are a people pleaser. We fight the temptation to constantly say yes to the incessant demands of people. So, who is a people pleaser? A people pleaser is a person who tries hard to make people around them happy. They are kind and agreeable and will go above and beyond to meet others' expectations. Sounds like a good thing, right? Well, on the surface... Being a people pleaser sounds like it can only be a positive attribute. But when you dig a little deeper, there are some downsides and it could lead to all sorts of negative things. Are you struggling to break the pattern of people pleasing and confidently live your life? What do you do when making other people happy is making you miserable? I, like most of you, usually get a lot of letters from credit card companies offering credit cards. Most of the envelopes these offers come in are stamped in bold, eye-catching phrase that says, no approval needed. I often think, if only we Christ followers would understand this concept in our interactions with others, hmm, how would you behave if you weren't seeking my approval? How would I act in your presence if I wasn't seeking your approval? In Galatians 1.10, the Apostle Paul says, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a born servant of Christ. End of quote. Constantly, seeking the approval of men leads to people pleasing. A few years ago, I realized that I didn't just like to please people, I was also afraid of them. Not afraid that they were going to harm me, but afraid of what they might think of me, or scared of what they would say about me, or fearful of disappointing them. And so, I fell into the people-pleasing trap, big time. One thing I've realized about people-pleasers is they often lie. Sometimes, I slightly twisted the truth 
so I wouldn't hurt someone's feelings when asked for my opinion. Just like I was, there are people who fail to be honest because they are afraid their response might upset a friend or co-worker. In other situations, some outright lied just to avoid confrontations with someone over a hot issue. There are also times when people tell half the truth. At the root of all these varied forms of dishonesty is a common denominator. I lied to please someone else. However, all the twisting, the shading, the fibing and half-truth telling certainly does not please the only one who matters, the Lord. Whoever in the church, in the country, in the family, serves men, fears and cowers before men, and for their sake bends the right and flatters, has trifled away his best title, Christ's servant and disciple. Paul was undoubtedly a man of great breadth, of, of, of view and sympathy. It was a principle with him to please his neighbor for his good to edification. According to Romans 15 and verse 2, he was ready to become all things to all men in the hope of saving some. In 1 Corinthians 9.22 and in 1 Corinthians 10.33, at some point it dawned on the great apostle that he had become a people pleaser. So in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 10, he said, For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. He said, if I still pleased men, meaning he was admitting pleasing men before. If I were still pleasing men, if I had not resigned the hope of human favor and of human approval, I should not be the slave of Christ. This leads us into the wide subject of our attitude towards public opinion. His opponents warned men against his persuasive powers. He could make the Jews believe one thing and the Gentiles another. He could prove that circumcision was right and that circumcision was wrong as it suited him. Against this charge, he points the Galatians to the strong language he, which he used and has not used for the first time. Could it be said in view of that language that he was making it his highest object to persuade men? That is, without reference to truth, without reference to divine ends? I'm just saying, was he not rather making it his highest objective to please God? He says to the Galatians, if I am still pleasing people, then I have stopped being a servant of God. What are the downsides of being a people pleaser? There are many hidden dangers of being a people pleaser. Most people will assume that it's a positive trait. After all, being kind and accommodating is considered to be the making of a good person. But at the heart of it, it's a habit that can affect the people pleaser, along with the people they are trying to please. Nancy Sukano, a psychologist at a digital mental health company, wrote on the dangers of being a people pleaser. She gave five dangers. Number one, she said people take advantage of you. One of the biggest dangers of being a people pleaser is people can take advantage of you. Often this happens without them or you even being aware. People assume you will take care of things, pick up the slack or not mind if they treat you poorly. 
Number two, Nancy said, you are stuck in bad relationships. If you're a people pleaser, you get stuck in bad relationships. A people pleaser can find themselves stuck in bad relationships where the dynamic is based around them constantly giving but never getting anything in return. Number three, you are constantly seeking approval from others. Being a people pleaser often means that you are striving for approval, acceptance, and even love from other people. This means your entire sense of self-worth can be weighed on someone else's opinion of you, which is never a good thing. Validating your self-esteem or sense of self from others' opinions is a dangerous road to travel on because you are not viewing yourself from the right lens. Number four, you suppress a lot of emotions. People pleasers often keep a lot of their true feelings hidden away because they continually go with the flow to ensure others are happy. This means you are likely suppressing a lot of emotions, which can be dangerous to your own mental health. The emotions you can start to feel range from suppressed frustration, anger, hatred, bitterness, stress, grief, and the list goes on and on. Keeping these feelings inside can lead to chronic mental illness. Number five, no one knows the real you. No one. Going against your true responses in life means that you are essentially hiding the real you from others. This means you are not really being authentic and your relationships can suffer, often hindering you from having deeper, more valuable connections. You can also start to feel lonely, unseen, and disconnected from others. Friends, Christ died and rose again. One of the things he accomplished or intended to accomplish was to give us our our identity in him. We don't have to please anyone for them to like us. It's imperative you live out your authentic self, confident and sure of who you are without pretenses. Not that you are anything in and of yourself, but that you are who you are in Christ Jesus by the grace of God. So, are you a people pleaser? I hope from today, right this very moment, you'll become like the Apostle Paul and you will seek to please God and not people. Because when you do that, then you are a true servant of the Most High God. Before I sign off, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please take a moment and say this short prayer with me. Lord, I admit I'm a sinner. I need and want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace are gifts you offer to me because of your great love not based on anything I have done cleanse me and make me your child by faith I receive you into my heart as the son of God and as savior and lord of my life from now on help me live for you with you in control in your precious name. Amen. Amen. If you said this prayer, you are born again into the family of God. Please find a Bible-believing church to attend. 
If you have any questions, please, you can reach us at 763-516-7188. Again, the number is 763-516-7188. If you are ever in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, come on and fellowship with us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Before I sign off, remember that God loves you, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. This is Pastor King. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top, for that is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.